0: Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday on the web at ozarkfolkcenter.com.
1: <laughs>
0: hey
2: everybody, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. On this week's show, we'll hear interviews and music from songwriter and up-and-coming outlaw country star, Arkansas's own Bonnie Montgomery recorded live at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. Down in the vault, Mark Jones will offer an archival recording of legendary fiddler Billy Matthews performing the traditional tune Arkansas Traveler. Also, author, folklorist, and songwriter Charlie Sandage asks the question, what's worth keeping from our past in the rapidly evolving culture of our present? All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Upon first listening to Bonnie Montgomery, it's easy to mistakenly assume that you've stumbled upon a long-buried track by a legend from the golden era of country western music. Her story is of her journey, but she presents it through a folk, bluegrass, country perspective that's traditional and timeless. Bonnie's musical roots run deep, brought up among the never-ending sound of music that flowed through her family's Arkansas music store. Her childhood was heavily steeped in Ozark bluegrass, Texas swing, Delta blues, as well as gospel and rock and roll. Here she is recorded live on our stage at the Ozark Folk Center.
3: To undergrad at OBU, as speaking of conservative, uh, and I wasn't raised Baptist either, but that's in Arkadelphia and it's a Baptist affiliated school. But they have an amazing music department, and I got a good scholarship with Voice, and yeah, that's where I was for my undergrad. And then I went to the University of Missouri Kansas City Conservatory of Music for my graduate studies. So I think because I studied opera for seven years and I was such a nerd in school and my teachers were like, if you can't speak properly, then you can't sing properly. And I I adopted this like very proper way of speaking or just enunciating. (laughs) That's how nerdy we all were. We wanted to be great singers. And so we thought about these things. And um, then I lived all over. I lived outside of the South, um, for a while, so I think, yeah, it's not a really thick accent anymore. I see through
4: all the things that you say and the things that I do. I think twice about the coffee in the morning and the drinking all night. Baby, you standing there. Me like a sailor lost at sea, baby. We can't tell which old way that wind's gonna blow my sail to the sea or to the shore. Chances are, with you and me, baby, I. That your mind some of these days I see the look on your face and I know you're going to stray. now, baby you. Down there on my mind, chances are with you and me, baby. It's just a matter of time. Uh,
3: Well, I loved studying, I really did. I loved school, but, um. Yeah, I just got to where I thought, this feels really stuffy. It's very disconnected from reality, the reality I was raised in. Um, I loved getting really deep into some crazy philosophies of music and the meaning of it all. And uh, the research side of it, it was was really awesome. And uh, singing opera and singing, I got into some early music kind of singing, where I was an early music singing scholar, <laughs> singing in all these ancient languages and stuff, oh, and wow. these small ensembles. Um, so that was really cool. I loved every aspect of that. But then I did, I just yearned for 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 this uh, soul and grit and all of that that I'd grown up with. And so when I started just doing what I wanted, it was country music. And When I wrote, it was country songs, and because that's what I grew up with, it's so simple and easy. Like getting
4: blood from a turnip, water out of a stone. Sometimes there's redemption, even when you're all alone, all alone. down at the courthouse, he was a wanted man, they say, but she walked back into the house and looked at the telephone, should she call the law and tell him here's your man, but his sweet eyes lingered on. let him go out there on the land out on the land it's like getting blood from a turner, water out of a stone sometimes there's redemption even when you're all alone all alone
3: Well, I was definitely slapped in the face with it because I was writing in, like, full sentences with great grammar and punctuation, (laughs) and I realized that's not really necessary. In fact, it's not working for me in this environment. So uh, I had to tone it down in my professionalism uh, and change it to other ways of being professional, which uh, are interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's a total headspin uh to have come out of the classical and into you know bars and um it's not like I went straight into some sort of you know uh theater theater style of country music it's I've been in the Chitlin' Circuit you know and it's been great it's definitely um a side of me that's really natural too so I don't know I'm just very adventurous as a person in life in general so It's, uh, it all feels pretty comfortable in a lot of ways too.
4: When I was 17, it was a day in the spring, and I knew that I would fly away, yeah, I knew down to the bone. When I went around that river bend, boys, I knew that I was going home. But the lovers that had been with me on the safety of the shore, well, they ran up to the
2: Four original songs from Arkansas's own songwriter, musician, and singer, Bonnie Montgomery. She sang Comets, Lost at Sea, Turnip, and we faded out on a song called Seventeen. We'll be hearing more from Bonnie on this week's show. After this break, though, it'll be time for a sojourn down to the vault for a visit with the inimitable Mark Jones. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. We've come to that part of the show where I always like to go down into the vault and visit with my old pal Mark Jones. So come down there with me now.
5: Hello, Mark. How are you doing today? Dave, I'm doing real good. How about you? I'm doing okay, too. It's good to see you. Good to see you. It, you know, it gets kind of lonesome
2: down here. I'm sure it does. Hey, I just got hold of a new book that was published by our uh, assistant program director, Emily Elam of 500 of Billy Matthews' fiddle tunes that he has either written or remembered over the years. 500 tunes in that book. So I've been thinking a lot about Billy. Have you got any of his music down here?
5: I sure do. I've got uh, quite a bit of Billy's stuff. He's Boy, he's quite a fiddle player.
2: He is. And he's been here many times. Uh, The first time I saw him here, he was with uh, the band called the Skirtlifters out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. A terrific old-time band.
5: That's right. They were good. And, uh, you know, Billy just knows so many old-time tunes. And one that's real familiar uh, here in Arkansas is Arkansas Traveler.
2: That's kind of the theme of our show. You know that? That's true. Well, I'd like to hear it. All right. All right. That's an interesting style he's got on playing Arkansas Traveler, a little different than what I remember.
5: Yeah, he uh, comes up with some different stuff. He's a, You know, Bill is very, very intelligent, and he's just a great fellow. He's been a friend of mine for quite a few years.
2: Yep, he's a remarkable man. And it's great to have people like him who remember and pass on these old fiddle tunes, because he's got a head full of them, that's for sure. That's for sure. You're right there. Well, Mark, it's been good to see you, and I'll see you again next week, okay? Okay, Dave. This week's featured artist, songwriter Bonnie Montgomery, was voted Female Vocalist of the Year by the Arkansas Country Music Association and was nominated Outlaw Female of the Year by Ameripolitan. When she appeared on our stage last summer, she was accompanied by bassist Bruce Johnston, and Jeffrey Robson on fiddle. Here's some more songs from that show.
4: This whole world can take you down Baby, that's for sure This whole love will lead me back Back to the farmhouse the house place on the farm an angel from the good old days coming to take me home you came back to see me on a summer day Loving you is tender loving
3: Wasn't raised uh, in the Harding atmosphere in Cersei, uh, but it was all around us. And um, you know, there's a lot of creativity that came out of the Circe area. A lot of my uh, peers have gone into the creative arts and all all different uh, fields. And we talked about it. You know, what what about Circe made us so creative driven? And I think it was, um, you know, we had a lot of things that were censored uh, that other American kids our age had access to. And we didn't know it was any different, really. But we didn't have MTV, and we didn't have uh, some really big movies they couldn't play in town when I was a little girl, like uh, Footloose. So I think that it may have have produced a creativity within us, maybe because we, we felt stifled, or maybe because it was the only thing fun to do in town was just to create things, you know? <laughs> How can my
4: heart be as hard as a diamond, as cold as a mountain, as dark as night? How can my heart be as hard as a diamond, as cold as a mountain? As dark as a night Hardened heart like hardened coal Cannot love and cannot grow Tender words and tender love Fly away like a morning dove Broken hearts and broken minds Broken tracks and railroad lines love is brighter than the stars love is near and love is far but how can my heart be as hard as a diamond as cold as a mountain as dark as a As a mountain, as dark as night. into a hollow ground words will fall out of my lips nothing more than a paper kiss silence comes and silence goes silence is a light that shows love or hate or in between evidence of things unseen but how as hard as a diamond, as cold as a mountain, as dark as night. How can your heart be as hard as a diamond, as cold as a mountain, as dark as night?
3: Uh, the older generation is really tuned into what I've been doing the whole time. I think that they appreciate the the songwriting that's that's real and uh, about deep feelings and heartache and you know, storytelling and love and all of that. Uh, they when an older person who's loved country music uh, gives me a big compliment, I just I feel like that's the top because they liked, you know, the really great pioneers of country music and to think that they think of me in that same or under that same umbrella, it's pretty crazy. And then, yeah, younger, the younger crowd, yeah, they appreciate it too. I think there's some aspects of my music that they might like that are different than the older crowd. I have some really modern themes in my lyrics and, I can get pretty real and a uh, little bit salty, and I think that usually goes over well with the younger crowd. Like a flower in the desert,
4: sweet baby of mine. Keep your eyes on the highway till it's your time. you'll fly like a flower in the desert sweet baby Sometimes the darkness just seems to grow Sometimes the snow just seems to glow Baby, how it glows Like a flower that white line Thank y'all so much. Well, I loved you then, and I love you now, and I'll never tell a lie. And I'll look you right square in the face, and I'll look you right in the eye, and your wings go out overcrop that sky. I saw you there in the wind and the sky. I shook my head at your crop dust eyes. And I'll never tell a lie. I remember well how the horses felt on the farm, in the field, and the catfish pond your airplane wings over hills and trees in the summer heat and now your wings go out over crop dust skies i saw you there in the wind and the sky i shook my head at your crop dust eyes and i'll never tell a lie well the auction halls and the stetson hats and the whiskey
2: That was four more songs from Arkansas songwriter Bonnie Montgomery. In that set, we heard Bonnie sing Thunder, followed by Diamond, Desert Flower, and Crop Dust Skies. We've got more good stuff from Bonnie Montgomery coming up after this short break and a visit from this week's guest host, Charlie Sandage. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. This week we asked author, folklorist, and songwriter Charlie Sandage the same question we ask ourselves when we open the closet door. What's worth keeping? Here's Charlie.
6: Jeanette Larson is the Crafts Director at the Ozark Folk Center State Park. I asked her to reflect on this question. Out of all the skills and lore the interesting and entertaining that a visitor might encounter on the center's craft grounds what is worth keeping, what matters to anyone living in the 21st century.
7: Traditional crafts, which is what I focus on as the craft director here, they're vital because learning to make things teaches problem-solving skills, and it teaches patience, it teaches persistence. You have got to keep working on something to get it right. And learning to make beautiful things teaches you a sense of accomplishment or gives you a sense of accomplishment it doesn't teach you that that's innate in the context of the modern world it's important for any any skills i'm thinking of a doctor you want a doctor that's going to spend the time to really learn how to how the body works and how to work with you in your auto mechanic you want them to be able to work with your car and find out what's going on. You want them to understand how a car works. The best chefs have that artistry that comes from patience and persistence and practice.
6: Thinking about the pace at which we are expected to move these days at work and elsewhere, with data and bits of stimulation bombarding us each moment, Jeanette's observations about needing the skills of patience and persistence through practice began to make more and more sense. And then...
7: Problem solving is a part of any craft. Um, Personally, I'm a spinner and a weaver, and I frequently get people who want a green shawl. Well, green is a color that can be interpreted in many, many ways. And so I spend a lot of time dyeing yarn to get the green that they want. That's a problem-solving skill that I have. I see that in, uh, in pottery with glazes. I see it in broom tying, trying to figure out how to get the shape. You have to kind of look at your craft and say, okay, what do I need to change to make this work right? That takes time. And it also takes a mindset that you learn through crafts.
6: Then, while I was processing all of the purely practical applications of what can be learned from traditional crafters...
7: But it's important for for the world because we don't want to lose beauty. It, you know, it is a whole lot easier for a machine to make a broom. And it's a decent broom. So, But what you can add to your household, what you can add to your life with a hand-tied broom is just, um, you know, it hangs on the wall, it's beautiful, you always know where it is, so you can grab it off the wall and sweep up something, but it makes you happy. And that's that's an important thing in this modern world. I mean, you can grab a cup off the shelf at Walmart and have a cup to put your coffee in, but getting your coffee cup down and your routine in the morning, if you can remember the, you know, the potter and the... Chance you had to visit with that person, and then this beautiful mug that feels good in your hand, it makes you feel tied in to the world and gives you a sense of peace and belonging and makes you happy.
6: Jeanette went on to make a connection between what traditional crafts represent and another growing interest around the country.
7: There is a hunger in the United States for local. We see it in the local food movement, we see it in the buy local movement, and people want connection. They want to feel like they're part of something. And it's a human need to be a part of a community, to be a part of something that we're social animals. We need to be a part. And so if you're making and creating and putting things out there to beautify the world, then you're being a part, you know, you're helping with this whole connection.
6: Reflecting on what this means for the community of crafters that has grown up around the Ozark Folk Center, and around the town of Mountain View as the base of the Arkansas Craft Guild, the good news in all this is there is a market for what these artisans have to offer. It's a kind of symbiosis.
7: You think of the Renaissance when painters and sculptors had their patrons. It's really never been easy for anybody to make a living in a craft or in an art. So in order to have... A person who can really focus and do the time and the patience that it takes to create beautiful things, they need their patrons. They need people who can support them and you know buy the beautiful things they make and give them the space and honor what they're doing. People who come in and visit with our craftspeople uh, and entertain them with their stories, and then maybe just buy one piece are supporting the craftspeople and the work here at the village every bit as much as the wealthy patrons and the taxpayers of the state of Arkansas.
6: Then a note of reality. With some exceptions, the center's pool of crafters is aging.
7: I've watched some of the very best craftsmasters that I've seen have their bodies wear out and not be able to continue, but they can still teach. And so we need a pool of young people who are willing to come and learn and you know work with our craftspeople and be able to carry this on. There are a lot of craftspeople out in the village who don't have apprentices, who don't have somebody following in their footsteps. And I would hate to see those crafts disappear because there was nobody to hand them off to.
6: And if that were to strike some kind of chord with you, you might want to have your own conversation with Jeanette Larson.
2: Thanks, Charlie. Let's close out this week's show with a few more original songs from Bonnie Montgomery. Because her parents owned a music store, Bonnie grew up surrounded by talented musicians that ran the gamut from performers on the original Sun Records to bluegrass greats and opera singers. It's only natural that she expanded her talents and started performing.
4: I can feel you now, like a man half proud, and I think I saw you in the street, and I'll drive this thing like you taught me how, like a rail yard man until we meet. Now your wings go out
3: had that happen, and I played in a lot of places that I dreamed of playing. In, uh, but I grew up in Arkansas, and I knew that this was the legit place. Like you couldn't play here unless you were really, really good. And so when I went to sit down on that little stage outside today, I just uh, I was overwhelmed. It kind of felt like <laughs> one of those moments in life that you're never gonna forget. Um, and even though the the crowd was small and the room was small and it was just a big, big moment for me the engine chokes
4: on the way to daddy he is sick and he is dying but we'll think about that tomorrow in the light of another day until then we'll keep on trying till the day we know it's through and I'll keep My lamplight burns I'm so blue.
3: Is a song about my grandfather. So he was a larger than life kind of guy. He had a, an amazing story. And he wrote in his journals from like 1940-ish until he died in the 90s. And those were um, given to me after he passed away. and And so I just was so amazed by these writings. That I decided to take the years when things happened. He was born in 1924, and then in 43, uh, he married my grandmother. And then in, in by 63, he was rolling. He had businesses around town. He was running for different offices in, in the local politics. And so um, I just wrote out what he was doing and how he was feeling at the time. It was from my voice, but it was actually chronologically exactly his life and the things that happened. So that's where it came from. Back in
4: 1924 in the year that I was born on a hill on a mountain they called joy I was seventh in the line and my family was fine. Daddy sang bass mama sang tenor all night long Me and Dole went out to hunt and the good Lord took him up, lived it down when we laid him in the grave We went to church the mountain we come down met my gal and her daddy let me stay well they say Worked too little pay. Heard the call and saw the sweet, sweet lights of home. Sent him in a journey in that truck. Hey, what time and hey, what luck. She's all mine and we got one. I've got the farm, I've got the store and I've got the house. We go dance and we drink wine. We have loving all the time. And all poor, my kids are doing mighty fine.
2: Three more originals from Arkansas rising star Bonnie Montgomery. In this last set, we heard more of Crop Dust Skies, followed by Daddy and Joy. Thanks for listening to our show. You can find out more about us than you probably want to know by heading to our website, OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. For Jeff and Darren and all the rest of us here at Ozark Highlands Radio, this is Dave Smith. Bye, everybody.
0: Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974, Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state on the web at ArkansasStateParks.com and by Stone Bank, with deep roots in Mountain View and a deep respect for those who preserve our heritage. More information about what it means to bank boulder is at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.